Hello there, welcome to Revelation from the Heart podcast, bringing you timely teaching from the Word of God. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. I would love to stay connected with you online. You can visit my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. From there, you can access my social media links as well as join the mailing list and receive updates right to your inbox. Be sure to like my page on Facebook at Paula Cornett Ministries, follow me on Instagram, or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Revelations from the Heart. I am so excited for what the Lord has in store for you today, and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. Well, grab your Bible. Let's get into today's episode. Well, hello there, dear friend. Thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of Revelations from the Heart podcast. I am your host, Minister Paula Cornett, and we are embarking upon episode number 60. So just moving right along in this series just started a couple weeks ago, this new series on healing. So if you haven't listened to the previous episode, you're going to want to go back and listen to those because this episode just builds upon the previous episode. So you there may be something there that you've missed. I'm going to recap a little, but not in depth like I did in the previous episode. So I just thank God for the opportunity to come before you once again to be uh, in your ear. And if you've tuned in today, it is because God wanted you to hear what he's given for me to say to you. All right. And so Jesus is the healer. God is still in the miracle business. He's still in the healing business. And I just thank him that he is. Um, one of the things when people contact um, the ministry, whether that be through an email or um, however they, you know, they contact through whichever way they contact, um, always for prayer requests, the number one thing is for healing in the physical body. When I have an in-person meeting, the number one thing that people ask for prayer for is healing in their physical body. They come up for prayer for healing. And I've seen many, many, many people touched by the power of God, um, some instantaneously, some over time. But all in all, God is the healer. There's no doubt in my mind about that. So well, what about this rare condition that I have, Jesus died on the cross for that as well. He died on the cross for every sickness, every disease, every condition, every dysfunction, every disorder. He died on the cross for that. The price has been paid. And so you say, well, why are people sick? Why do Christians, why are they sick? Well, a lot of times the reason why they're sick is because they don't know what's in the atonement. You know, a lot of times you hear people talk about uh, spiritual healing, but when it comes to physical healing, they tend to accept whatever prognosis that they receive, okay? And so, hopefully, if you're listening to this podcast, by the end of it, this will energize your faith to believe God to touch your body in a miraculous way. I always tell people like this, if you believe, you will receive. If you don't believe, you're not going to receive. And so there's no need for me to waste my time if you don't believe. Just go on ahead and, you know, be how you want to be. But if you believe, you are going to receive. I want to just um, share quickly 
um, a story of healing, well, a testimony of healing. Um, a lady that I know, she was having some problems uh, in her throat, having some problems in her throat. And so I was coming home from church, my mom and I, um, on the way home. And so we knew her, you know, know her. And so we knew where she lived. So we just did a drive-by to stop by there to check on her to see how she was doing. And so when she came to the door, um, you could tell she was in pain and distraught. Um, so as we went in, she began to tell us that uh, she had, which I had never even heard of this, didn't even know this existed. It was called something called saliva stones, and it's just calcification that's that's in the that was in her throat, and it was very painful, very difficult for her to swallow. She wasn't able to eat, wasn't able to swallow, just really hadn't been able to do much of anything, and she was just she was in she was in distress. And so um, we said, well, we're going to pray for you. We're going to lay hands and we're going to pray for you. So mom and I got together and we prayed for her. And immediately after we prayed for her, she swallowed. And she said, I haven't been able to swallow like that since I've, since I've had these things. And she said that it's starting to feel better immediately. She started to feel better. But see, the key was, is that, See, faith has corresponding action. So there was something that she did. All right. There was something that she did. A lot of times, uh, if you've ever witnessed like a healing service or something like that, sometimes the minister will tell the person, do something that you couldn't do. Because that's the corresponding action. Even Jesus told the person, with the, with the, the man with the, the bed, that they lowered him down in the, um, from, in the roof. What did he say? Pick up your bed and walk. He picked up his bed and he walked. It was something that he did. Faith has corresponding action. Okay, so this this is not the end of the story yet. So, um, you know, she still had some, but it wasn't as bad. And so we said, well, listen, we're going to do communion with you. And so we got the stuff, got the things together, did, did communion. And little by little, she was feeling better. So we went home. All right, we left her there, went home. So while we were on our way home, before we even got to the house... We get a phone call. She calls and she says, you guys are not going to believe what happened. She says, shortly after you left, I went upstairs and I coughed up these stones in the sink. I just coughed them up. They, they just came out like little, looked, looked like little pe pebbles, she said, like little rocks is what they were. And she said, I coughed them up. And she said, one of them was big and broke apart. And she said that she was healed, that she was whole. God healed her. She was going to have to have surgery to remove them. She didn't want to do that, you know, and, and so God healed her. It was a just miraculous, miraculous healing. She needed a touch from the Lord, like at that moment, right then, right there. And so it was her faith that made her whole. It was her faith and the prayers of the believer. That's the key. You got to make sure that if someone's praying for you, that they are a believer in healing. If you don't believe in healing, I don't want you praying for me. That's just, you know, say, well, that's me. No, no, no. And I'm not, I don't tell everybody everything that's going on with me because when I'm dealing with certain situations, I need faith. I don't need your opinion or I don't need your sad story of how somebody went through the same thing and they didn't make, you know, I need faith. I need faith. And so if I don't think, sometimes you know people's conversation, how they talk and all that kind of stuff, then I'm not going to be talking to you and asking you to pray for me. Because I need faith, and you do too. You need people around you that have faith in the healing power 
of Almighty God. You don't need somebody doing no crazy uh, new age stuff. And all. The, all, the power of God. It's the power of God. It's the power of God. So it is God's will to heal. It is God's will to heal you. Now you're going to make it personal. Say this with me. It is God's will to heal me. You got to believe that. You got to know that. That it is his will to heal you. Now, let me just kind of re- recap from a couple weeks ago. That I said that you have to remember the, remember these things. That every situation is different. Anytime I pray for somebody, how it works out, it's different for every person. Alright? It's different for each and every person. There's some people might have prayed for that have uh, cancer and they may have had to have surgery okay and come through the surgery and and do find there's some that may have have had to go through chemo god is with them in the chemo there have some that have been healed they can't find a trace of it anymore those are always the best kind don't have to have no surgery no chemo or anything just miraculously healed and how god does why god does the way that's that's up to him all he tells me to do as a believer is to lay hands on the sick and then they shall re cover the recovery is up to him but know that he wants to always heal it's always his will to heal it's always his will to heal okay you got to also remember that a mighty price has been paid for your healing we talked about that in Isaiah 53 that there has been a mighty price that has already been paid it's already been taken care of our healing so, well, well, why am I having this? Why is this going on in my body? Why is this happening? Well, we have a person uh, being called the devil, all right? And he's always seeking who he can steal, kill, and destroy. And so a lot of times, what you don't know can really hurt you. And that goes with, with anything. What you don't know can really hurt you. Remember I gave the example about how uh, my mom, with her insurance, she was entitled to get some things for free. And one of those things was a Fitbit. And she didn't know that. But once the... um agent called her and and let her know that she was able to receive what it was that she was entitled to she didn't even know that and there's a lot of christians that walk around that don't know what they are entitled to that jesus has already set us up for life to live a good life here and to live a good life in heaven as well and so a lot of times um people don't know that there's been a price that's been paid for their healing there was a guy that was on um social media and some of you may have seen this because it went viral and his daughter he's a he's a minister and he's an older guy and so his daughter she like interviews him and stuff and so this one particular um time he said that she said you know dad tell him what what the doctor said and the doctor told me that they was gonna have to cut my legs off because i didn't have no circulation in my legs and she said well what did you tell him he said i told him jesus is my doctor and he said in jesus's blood runs through my veins and in the kingdom don't no legs be getting cut off jesus don't cut people's legs off that's what he told his doctor said well what are you doing right now he still had his legs he said they didn't cut my legs off i told him that you know that jesus is my so his faith just blessed me because he knew what he was entitled to and you are entitled to healing it belongs to you it is yours So wherever you may be right now, you may be dealing with something in your physical body. Know that Jesus has already paid the price and took it upon himself. 
whether it's rare or genetic or they've never heard of or only one in three trillion, one in one in a trillion people have this condition and you just Jesus died on the cross for that as well. He died on the cross for everything. You got to remember that Jesus is the healer. Get that in your get that in your spirit that Jesus is the healer. The enemy will come and try to whisper and even try to bring symptoms up on you where you feel things physically in your physical body. I have a dear friend of mine. She was telling me how um, she, one day when she called, she had, um, sounded like she kind of had like a cold or something in her voice. And so you, you're doing okay. So I can kind of hear it, you know, kind of hear it in your voice. And she said, yeah, I have some symptoms. She said, but by Jesus' stripes, I'm healed. And she said, you know, I could feel some symptoms trying to come upon me. And she said, I could feel my body wanting to give in to those symptoms. But she said, I just took authority and said, no, in the name of Jesus, you are well, you are whole. She took authority. There was something that she did. She took authority over that because she knows the healing belongs to her. Sickness didn't belong to her. Healing belongs to her. And prayed for her. And she sent me a text later that uh, week and said, I am feeling, since you prayed for me, I am feeling so much better. And it's because of the power of God, because prayer changes everything. All right. We got to remember that healing is in the atonement. It's in the atonement. It's there. Isaiah 53. Go and read that. In fact, I encourage you to read the whole chapter, because after I read the whole chapter, I just wanted I just shouted because Jesus has paid the price. And Isaiah was actually seeing this. He prophesied this. Isaiah was one of the messianic prophets. He prophesied a lot of things about um uh Jesus is coming and a lot of all those things have been all those the things that he prophesied have been fulfilled and in first Peter we see the fulfillment when G when Peter says that by Jesus' stripes ye were healed and Isaiah said that you are healed so both tenses let us know that it's already a done thing that it's already taken place that it's already happened and where did it happen on the cross it happened on the cross. That's where it happened. So, why do Christians get sick? All right. So the answer to that question is because they don't know not, that they are not supposed to be sick. We're not supposed to be sick. We're supposed to have uh, vitality. We're supposed to have uh, vigor. We're supposed to um, live a good, healthy life. Not just financially, but God wants us whole spirit, soul, and body. He wants us to be complete financially because how can you enjoy what it is the works of your hand if you're sick all right you, you, you can't when you're sick you know you, you you're not just not 100 percent and you don't feel good can't go to work can't do anything because you you're sick all the time or you you know you on this medication and all that kind of stuff and it just makes you sick and sicker and sicker all right so a lot of them they don't know that they're not supposed to be sick i went to the doctor from um, my annual um, physical. And so um, when I went, got some blood work done. They took a lot of blood. And so, you know, to do all the, check all the levels and everything like that. And so one thing that was just a little low was my white blood count. So my doctor wasn't too concerned um, about that because one of the other levels was okay. So it let him know that, you know, not, not too concerned quite yet, you know, what have you. And so he said, um, he suggested some things that I could do. And I said, well, I prayed about it first. 
And I said, well, I'll tell you what. I said, uh, he wanted to recheck it in three months. So I said, okay. I said, yeah, I'll just wait. He suggested, because I was like, well, should I be concerned about that? And he was like, um, not not quite concerned, you know, because the other level, some other level, I can't remember what it was, was okay. So he said, you know, you could go see a blood doctor if you, you know, to, to, to make you feel a little safer, you know, if you want to. And so I prayed about it and I felt like the Holy Spirit said, just wait, get it retested in three months. And let me tell you what he told me to do. He said, make sure you take your probiotic every day. So I said, okay. So I made sure sometimes I take it some days, you know, I kind of get off track. And so I made sure that I took it every day. So when I went to get the blood redrawn in three months, the blood count had came up and it was it was stable again and so you know i was aware and i know that you know hey jesus you're even the healer of why wherever this blood count is low or not acting right but it's going to come in line in the name of jesus and it did so isaiah 53 says surely he had bore our weakness sorry i got a little scratch in my throat so if you hear me making that noise my grandmother taught me how to do that and um it really does help so just kind of with the weather here in in the Midwest is kind of warm one day, cool, and just kind of up and down. But I told my mom the other day, I said, Jesus is the healer of all that too. Those little symptoms, those little itches in the throat and all that kind of stuff. So in Isaiah, that was the verse that we were looking at, Isaiah chapter 4. So surely he hath bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did not esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. All right? And Isaiah was saying, surely, indeed. Like this is, this is like for real. All right? This is actually happening. He bore our griefs and he carried our sorrows. So Jesus not only took our pain and suffering he took our guilt he took our shame and he took our sickness so that we could be whole all right and this is right here where it says but he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquity the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed so we learn that jesus actually took our pain our sickness and not just mine or yours or but the whole world, the whole world, it's, it's just hard for us to fathom and imagine that. It really is. It really is. And not only that, but that he took our sin as well. So Jesus dealt with not only our spiritual condition, but he dealt with shame and guilt. Jesus bore that. He dealt with a, a, tor a tormented mind. He dealt with that. And he also dealt with our physical healing. So he covered all the bases he covered all the bases all right so it is god's will to heal we're going to say this again till you get this in your spirit it is god's will to heal you it is god's will to heal me make it personal now like i said isaiah prophesied this before it happened so he saw healing and peter saw it actually happening and in it he saw healing so why do christians get it Okay, this is the question, the paramount question again. And this is let's, let's go over this. It's, it's not they don't rec they they get sick because 
They don't recognize the atonement. All right. And let me give you some practical things as well. Not properly resting. You can't constantly work, 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 and never rest and take time to rest. You have to rest. You have to rest. I had to learn how to rest because there was a point in time where I didn't. I just work, 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 just busy, 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 always just doing something, and it caught up with me. And the thing about it, when it catches up with you, that's the way you, ha you don't have no other choice but to rest. And I had to rest. And so in that, I learned how to now properly take time to rest. Take time to rest. I have to, you know, not answer every um, message or, you know, uh, text message or every, you know, I have to take time and rest, physically rest, okay? And you do too. So not properly resting, it'll, it'll wear your body down, okay? Something else is um, not dealing with bitterness and unforgiveness, all right, you got to deal with bitterness and unforgiveness because if not, it will make you sick. It will make you sick, okay? You have to forgive. I used, I didn't understand what people used to say. Forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for you. Until I went through a situation where I had to choose to forgive, then I began to realize it in me holding on to that and, you know, not not releasing that and, and letting God uh heal then what was happening, it was affecting me. They done went on with their life, you know. But you have to you have to forgive. And you have to continually walk in love. So not dealing with bitterness and unforgiveness can make you sick. Also, um, worry. Doing too much worrying. Worry. You can't worry about stuff. Jesus said to cast all your cares upon him because he cared for you. To take his yoke, take his burden. Because it's easy, it's light. You can't worry about stuff. You have to you have to give it over to the Lord and then let the peace of God rule your heart and your mind. And then here's one that probably don't I want to this is one I'm gonna deal with today. Uh you're probably gonna get mad at me when I say this, but another reason why is not taking care of your physical body, lack of exercise and proper nutrition. There's a saying that says, I don't know, I've seen it on a commercial, but it says that a body in motion stays in motion. So you have to almost like, you, if you don't move it, you're going to lose it. You have to stay active. Keep moving. Keep moving. My father, he's 75 years old and he still goes to the gym. He, he, was, he still goes to the gym every day and he plays pickleball. And, uh, I mean, you know, he's, he moves really good. He moves really good. He's always been an athlete and always, uh, been a very, uh, you know, like exercise person and always has always exercised and always, um, done that, those kind of things. And he continues to do those things, you know, to this day. And so he continues to, you know, try to stay fit and, um, you have to exercise your body. Okay, now, some people like to use the scripture in 1 Timothy 4, 8. And I'm going to read what that says because it says, well, the Bible says, let me get there. Hold on, I had it marked, but I was changed it went over to Isaiah. So, hold on, let me get there. 1 Timothy. 
I'm moving slow. First Timothy 4 and 8, it says, For bodily exercise, profit, this is Paul speaking, profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto all things. So, said, well, the Bible says the bodily exercise is its own profit. Nobody. But when you read this, in fact, it really does. And the word profit means it's a moral obligation. And so Paul and um, those in the, um, you know, the early times, they believed that exercise was paramount, just as paramount as your, uh, your, your mental, your spiritual, all that, all that works hand in hand, all that works together. And so he, what he was saying was just to really kind of sum it up and make it very plain is that exercise is necessary, even if it is temporal. So you got to do it. You got to do it whether you don't want to. So you may say, well, how, where do I begin? I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. You know, um, got a lot of weight on me, you know, and I just, I don't really want to go to the gym. That's kind of intimidating. And so I get that. I understand that. I, I could see that. But this is what I'll give you. Some very simple advice. You got to start somewhere. If you just get up and just walk outside down the street, just 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 half a mile or even a little less than that just do something until you can build up enough to do a little more but something is better than nothing and what you'll find is when you put exercise into your um routine is that you will feel you have more energy you'll sleep better and some of you may get off some of the medications that you're taking there's a lady that i know who's over uh she's over 75 who she says she walks Every day, and she said her cholesterol is the best that it's ever been. Said her cholesterol. And walking has very, a lot of benefits. Uh, your heart rate, uh, get it going, all that kind of stuff. And then something else that a lot of people have a problem with is proper nutrition. Eating the right things. Eating the right things. Some things you just can't eat, okay? And we all, I mean, it's a no-brainer. You can't eat donuts every day and expect your, your you know, to be, be healthy and sweet stuff all the time and um, anything like that. You have, to, you have to eat properly and eat the proper things. And um, there's so many resources out there now than before to give you, you know, ideas. And what, what I've learned is um, I've made it fun. Like, I've made some new recipes, made some new things, um, and have have gotten... St I still enjoy the things that I enjoy, but I have, um, what's the word, like, altered some of the recipes. So, for me, um, in my household, you know, my mom, me, my mom stays here with me. What we do is, you know, we've gone all organic, and we have... Um, just cut out a lot of things and more aware of the ingredients, not just reading the front of the label, but looking at the ingredients. Because some things my mom says, well, this says this is, I said, no, you got to read the, the ingredients. This ingredient right here, that's a code for, you know, it means it has this in there. And so much, there's so much toxins in the environment, so much more now than ever before. It's in the food, it's in the, I mean, it's in everything. And I, there's no way we can get rid of all of it, of course, we're going to be exposed to some of it. But what we can do is try to eliminate as much as we can because those things really do affect our health. What we eat 
and, 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 and lack of exercise, it really does affect our health. And <coughs> when you begin to take care of your physical body and realize that your body is a temple, Paul says it's a temple, and God wants to live in there. He wants to live in there. And some of y'all, he can't live in your body because it, it is just, it's just a mess. Now, everybody's not going to be um, a perfect two. Some people's build is just not that. But you need to be the healthy you for your size and for, you know, you got to be, you want to be the healthy you, healthy you. And so, you know, I just want to encourage you that if you are dealing with some physical things in your body to know that, yes, Jesus is a healer. He's the healer. But the thing is, is that it's always better to walk in divine health, which means that I don't need healing. You know, I'm walking in divine health. My health is superb. It's it's where it needs to be and where God has intended for it to be. And sometimes things come upon us because we live in a fallen world. And Satan, you know, brings things to, to attack. And he wants to, you know, rattle our faith. Or sometimes, you know, things do happen and God allows them because he's going to be glorified. He knows that he's going to be glorified in the situation. And so wherever you may be right now in your physical body, I just want you to know that it is God's will to heal. No matter what you're dealing with, no matter what the condition, no matter what the doctor has said, and I assure you, I've been there. The doctor report sometimes is not that great, and the enemy will be laying in your bed at night, and he will replay what the doctor said, what the doctor said, what the doctor said. And you know what? I've had to redirect my mind about 30 times in the night. And the doctor said, look, you are not going to harass me in my sleep. I belong to Jesus, and Jesus is my healer. You have to say that out loud because it is a fight. It is a fight that we're in. And so I want to encourage you that you may be in the midst of the battle right now. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't quit. I was watching last night, and I'm going to close with this, um, a story of a, a man that was healed. He had a tumor, a cancerous tumor, that was growing on the outside of his body. All right. And he said that uh, it just started out like as a spot on his on his chest. It's a small spot. And when he went to get it looked at, uh, the doctors were just like, oh, my goodness. You know, it was it was a very um, it was it was cancerous and it was like a deadly cancer. And they wanted to, to, to get rid of it like right away. And so he said that he went, he prayed about it, went to his pastor, talked to his pastor. His pastor said, yeah, you can get, you know, get surgery on it. He said, that's, that's, that's great. He said, that's, you know, if that's the way you choose. He said, but you know, that's not God's way. And so what did he mean by that? Well, because God wants to heal, like really heal. So he decided that he was not going to get the surgery. He canceled the appointment. The doctors thought he was crazy because, you know, they... They knew about this and, you know, what they've seen with it. And so um, he chose to believe God. Now, you know, in telling this, you got to realize that his faith was there. All right. Everybody's faith is not there. And I tell people just because you get surgery or, or what have you, every situation is different. But I'm telling you this to give you a uh, example of the power of God. All right. And that is God is still healing today. And so he went on and uh, he said that this tumor began to grow. 
and it's on the outside. It grew, 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 and it grew, and it got so big that he had to, he had, it was like a knot, a big, huge knot, like almost like the size of a baby's head sticking out of his chest. And so he said that, um, he was like, you know, it's, it's, it's not, not on God's end, this is on mine, something I'm not doing, something I'm not doing. And so he started listening to some teaching tapes that built his faith, like really, really built his faith. And so as he started to listen to those, he, his faith began to be build, and he realized that he was operating in fear. And as long as he was in that fear, you know, nothing was changing. And him and his wife, they had to dress it. This tumor was, would smell, and oh, it was, he had pictures of it. It looked horrific. And when I looked at the picture of it, I said, that is the devil. I mean, the way it looked, and he said himself, he said, when I, this was something that was straight from the devil. And that's where sickness is from. It's from the devil. It's not from God. It's not from God. It's from the devil. And so he went on, and so he said that one day his wife, you know, she had to cut, like put a paper towel, and she cut the exact size. She knew it, the size that it needed to be. And she said that when she went to cut it, went to put it on, the tumor said she noticed that there was some paper towel hanging down, which let her know that it was shrinking. And so said little by little, as he began to immerse himself in the word, as he began to 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 um to listen to the teacher, his faith was being built. God was manifesting that healing in his body. So I always tell people, you know, it's the word. But a lot of times people don't want to do what it takes to get the healing or to, you know, to receive it. They don't want to do what it takes because I'll ask them, I said, now, have you been listening to the healing scriptures? No, I, I don't listen to them. You know, or I haven't, you know, like, you know, a lot of times people want to like a quick miracle because then they don't really have to, you know, it doesn't take anything on their part. But a lot of times what happens is, is that God is trying to, get us to a place in the process all right he's giving you a message in the midst or a testimony in the midst of the test so he came through it and he said that it started to shrink it started to go down like little by little little by little until eventually it was it was completely gone so god healed him miraculously said it took seven months and i believe it took seven months for him to get a revelation of healing to get a revelation of God's healing, it took him seven months. And so he's well and doing fine today. And I just think that's a powerful, powerful testimony. Because a lot of times people get a diagnosis and sometimes they've already set themselves up for, you know, to be out of here <coughs> because of the diagnosis. And, you know, any diagnosis doesn't have to be a death sentence because God is able to heal anything anything yes anything for that one that's doubting that well anything it's a rare condition he can heal anything now some people choose to go home and go on to glory and hey if you know you you're going to heaven that's the best alternative that there is is to be you know to be in heaven away from all all of this mess and so you know wherever you are today whatever you believe in god for you may believe in him for a family member i want to encourage you to know that jesus is the healer and that he is still healing and performing miracles today and you be encouraged wherever you may be you may be in the midst of 
the battle in the midst of the process of healing you stay encouraged but know that god wants you well he wants you well and he wants you whole so i want to pray for you father god i thank you today i thank you lord that we have a covenant with you father god and that in that covenant there is healing so i pray for those that may be listening right now that may be dealing with something in their physical body i thank you for touching lord god touching father right now in the name of jesus from the top of their head to the soles of their feet i thank you father god that you're ministering life to the bodies of those that are listening i thank you father god that you are releasing your healing power into the minds and the hearts of those that are listening right now father god i thank you that jesus came took our guilt and our shame he came and took our sin he came and he took our mental pain and anguish and he came and he took our sickness and he gave us healing so i thank you lord god that you touch the people father from the top of their head to the soles of their feet you said in psalms 105 20 that you send you we, that we can send the word and healing will come and so i thank you right now that the atmosphere is activated with the healing power of god that you're touching the broken father god that you're touching the downtrodden you're touching the weary you're touching those that are broken hearted father god you're touching those that have been dealing with physical conditions in their bodies for a very long time i thank you jesus that you're the healer of blood pressure and diabetes i call it out by name in the name of jesus and command you to cease your function and operation in the physical bodies of people i pray for those right now that have been dealing with stroke i pray for those right now that have been dealing with heart issues oh father god i thank you for touching the heart i thank you right now lord god for that one father god that has been having issues and pain in their heart father god uh like a, like a like a just a terrible heartburn but father it's in the heart it's pain in the heart father god i speak healing to them right now in the name of jesus thyroid come in line with the word of god in the name of jesus hands someone's dealing with something in their hands i don't know if it's like an arthritis but it's very a very bad pain in their hands i speak healing to you right now in the name of jesus hair loss is just a name but we plead the name that is above all name the name of jesus i thank you father for healing for healing and touching we call out cancer by name in jesus name whether it's rare genetic terminal whatever we call it out and cancel it command you to cease your operation in the physical bodies of god's people in the name of jesus i pray that somebody has a um a foot condition I don't know if it's like a heel spur, like a heel spur. God is healing that right now in the name of Jesus' knees. God is healing the knees, something in the knees, in, in joints and ligaments. We just speak to the body right now in Jesus' name. Inflammation, you must go in the name of Jesus. Give the people wisdom on what to eat and drink and what to do physically so that their bodies can be well, so that their bodies can be whole in the name of jesus back pain someone's dealing with some severe lower back pain we i speak to you right now and i thank you that the blood of jesus covers them all father in the name of jesus i thank you lord that you are the healer that you are the healer father god you are the healer you are the healer you're the healer of blood conditions and 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 in in every condition in every sickness and every disease colds and viruses and 
uh, uh, flus. I, I come against neurological uh, conditions and issues in the name of Jesus. I speak for healing. Come against autism in children in, 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 in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, be thou whole. I thank you, Father God, for touching the minds and hearts of those that are listening, whether near or far, because your power and presence is able to transcend time, space, and distance. And I thank you, Father God, that your word is universal, your healing is universal, that what you've done for one, you will do for the other. And I thank you, Lord, that you energize the faith, stir the faith of those that are believing for healing, for healing, neck pain. Someone's dealing with some neck pain. In fact, you've had to go to the chiropractor to be readjusted, but you just have to keep going back. God is healing you right now. God is healing you. Just receive it. Just receive it. Stomach issues. Yeah, issues in the stomach. God is healing issues in the stomach, in the in the GI tract, the digestion. He's healing that. He's healing that. Acid reflux. God is healing that right now. Heartburn. Continuous heartburn. He's healing that right now. In the name of Jesus, tumors must go, growths must go. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you and I praise you. I thank you, Father God, that you are the healer and that there is none like you anywhere. That Jesus bore our sickness and that by his stripes we are healed and we are whole. God, we, I give you glory. I give you honor and I give you praise. And I thank you right now, Father God. I thank you right now, Lord Jesus. Bone conditions, weak bones, weak muscles. I speak for strength to you right now. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father God, that you are healing, 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 healing. Someone has not been able to sleep because of the pain and, and discomfort that they've been going through. Father, you said in your word, you, you give your beloved sweet sleep. You give us sweet sleep. So, Father, I pray that. We cast our cares upon you. You take worry and anxiety. You give us your peace. Your peace, Father God, which passes all understanding. You be glorified. You be magnified. In the mighty, precious name of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The Christ. In his name that I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Thank you, Lord, that you are touching and healing. And that you're moving be sure to join me next week. I will have a special guest on. So you have to tune in to find out who that is. Remember the words of Romans 10, 17. That faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to share this episode with someone in your life. Also, share on your social media outlets. And I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel. You can find the links to all my pages by visiting my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. God bless you and hope that you will take time to listen again soon.